0: You are listening to KG Muekezi on SFM.
1: So, the Social Economic Rights Institute Siri, has expressed concern about the progress in the implementation of the Marigana Panel Report on Policing and Crowd Management. Uh, the statement uh, that they released came on the first anniversary of uh, the passing of Mtogo Zisimtumba. If uh, you don't remember who he was, he was the gentleman who was shot dead by police during a vids University student protest while he was just really on his way to work. The South Africa police, the South African police service has come under intense criticism following the killing of protesting mine workers also in uh, Marikana and subsequent incidents. So for more on uh, the progress or lack thereof uh, on this, uh, we, um the, uh, the progress or lack there of an implementing the report and what the report means. Uh, we mean are joined on the line by Tato Sorry. Masiangwako, who is a researcher at the Social Economic Rights Institute. Please forgive uh, that uh, noise in the background. We are at a conference. So, Tato, good morning. Can you hear me?
0: Hi, I can hear you.
1: Thank you so much. Please remind us what uh, the Marikana panel report on policing and crowd management said.
0: So the report um, did a number of things and it looked into what went wrong at Marikana and how the police need to reform in order to ensure that something like that doesn't happen again. Um, Some of the things that were recommended, you know, focused on police um, professionalization and demilitarization, as well as um, improving police accountability. Um, There's a range of of recommendations. Some of them um, demanded that police um, be adequately held accountable and that, in fact, if a civil claim is paid out that police actually pursue the actual costs from individual officers um, who are responsible. But other things include things around competency-based and principle-based policing, um, ensuring that the laws around um, policing protests are updated to ensure that they focus on, on protecting human rights and mitigating against risks like injury and threats to life. Um, And that there was a lot of emphasis around the fact that, you know, such leadership and personnel need to be experienced, competent, credible and have integrity. And the the background, of course, was Marikana, where what we saw in the aftermath was the complete opposite, where police Mm. actually were found wanting in terms of trying to cover up what happened in Marikana and, and all those kinds of issues. So um, there's a range of, of recommendations, of course, and I am just mentioning just a few of them. Um, the theory has developed an infographic summarizing some of those key findings. And, of course,
1: you are now expressing concern about the implementation of that report. What, if at all, has uh, gone right, and what, if at all, is consistently going wrong?
0: So what... It happened after Mr. Zumba was um, tragically killed by the police. Um, we saw that the um, saw Minister that the of Police um, uh, uh, made an effort uh, made to an effort make, the report, make the report public. It must be noted that the report was submitted about two and a half years earlier, and it was only after that killing that we finally um, got to access the report as members of the public at the press briefing it indicated that the police had taken various steps to start implementing the report already but you know it's not clear how far along um the police are in terms of of implementation what we do know is that the parliamentary portfolio committee on police met to discuss the report um late last year um but again we don't have concrete steps as yet what Siri and its partners have advocated for is that the Minister of Police, as a first step, adopt the report as policy. We've then advocated for the Civilian Secretariat of Police Services to provide guidance to the minister in terms of providing a clear and time-bound implementation plan. It's not clear if this has been done as would. Um, and then we've also emphasized that Parliament needs to play its oversight role and provide support by ensuring that regular reports on the implementation of the report are are shared. So at the moment, it seems like we are moving at a snail's pace. Um, mm. The Saps Amendment Bill is in the parliamentary process. Whereabouts? We're not clear. We understand that the Regulations of Gatherings Act is being updated along with the Saps Amendment Bill. How that's supposed to work is unclear. But a number of our partners submit, made submissions on on the steps amendment bill, and found a number of loopholes, um, and so you know we have to keep um, our eye on this, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the lack of urgency is is of course uh, an area of great concern for us.
1: And, and again, of course, you would uh, release your statement on uh, the first anniversary of uh, the passing of um, Togozi and Dumba. Uh, you know, uh, tell tell us why it is that you chose the anniversary of uh, his killing uh, to release the report.
0: To release the report.
1: And to to express your concerns. Apologies. Okay. Um,
0: look, um, look, for us, it we reminded yet again by, you know, how, how sensitive his killing was. As we say in this statement, his death was completely avoidable. If we look back at what happened on that day, students were protesting around this and they were unarmed. Police responded violently, uh, <coughs> using tear gas and grenades, um, firing rubber bullets indiscriminately, and thereby dispersing the protesters into Brumfontein putting both protesters and members of the public at risk, which is exactly what happened here. Police arrived at a crowd and started firing indiscriminately. And unfortunately, Mr. Ntumba, who was not even a student, who was coming from doctor's room, um, was caught in, the, in that mess. And so what you see there is, you know, very reckless um, public order policing actually costing us a lot. And mm. and if the police had used a completely different approach, one, by thinking about protest as firstly a right that needs to be upheld, but then secondly, that you de-escalate tension. So you don't Just move to your last measure, which is what rubber bullets are. They're a measure of last resort. You don't move to that as a measure of first resort. You first engage with protesters and see to it that you're doing the best that you can to de-escalate tensions and contain the protests. Because what police are tasked to do, which is not a simple job, they're tasked with balancing the rights of protesters and the rights of everyone else who may be inconvenienced by a protest, or, or whatever, but you cannot have, you know, someone who just has nothing to do with the protest ending up dead because the police were firing indiscriminately um, mm. at members of the public and pursuing students in the way that they were. So for us, it's it, it completely senseless and was completely avoidable. But of course, this is the result of having not addressed some of the stuff that was raised around Maragana. This is some of the yeah. stuff that comes from not dealing with having killed, for example, Andris Stadane. Prior to that, we consistently find that the police are failing to learn um, from these, these very painful lessons. And of course, it's the members of the public that pay the price for that.
1: I love that about Hugh Masekela, how uh, daring he was and as an artist and loved very much working uh, with younger artists. He's featured there uh, by Mafigizolo Zolo on uh, the song Kwella Kwella. Uh, we apologize for that break in transmission earlier, I suppose, uh, in Setswana. They say, It's 11.30 now. It's time for the news headlines.